back to Octane Mano and podcast. Now we are on our what fourteenth episode, right? Yep. Yeah, and still no guest, still the same sidekick. But congrats. <laughs> but congratulations. Ask me why? Why? This is our second episode in one month, I guess. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not sure one month again. Like it's not a one calendar month. Okay. But I guess we are getting uh, but but yeah we are, we are, we are uh, sort of increasing the frequency now right. uh, so now we have decided to bring out the episodes more closer to each other rather than uh, like leaving everyone in a limbo and and giving everyone a surprise right uh, I guess we are back to riding again so it's we are in a happy mood I, I, I don't know we just rode once like we went on the trails but we have a plan it. for tomorrow so day after tomorrow, tomorrow if it doesn't rain. But that the tires are already even if it rains. Even and if it rains. I guess I've got Dobby tires on my on my motorcycle. And you're planning to go on the dirt track. Yes, that is that so is exactly what I'm looking forward to. I'm excited a lot. Although I might sound a little groggy because it has been a very hectic week for me and for you as well, I guess. Yeah, for me, I think like I work in a startup, so my life is hectic. Right, sixteen, fifteen, fifteen, sixteen hours every day. I am feeling very groggy, but I guess it's it's going to be a good episode again. Yeah, the last one was very nice. I I mean I, mean, I I, I don't know how now nice it was for the the audience for uh, me for me for yeah you, but I'm, I'm just saying for for us it was actually nice we actually genuinely enjoyed recording that I I am one of those guys who doesn't listen to what I record uh, even the videos I've made only one I <laughs> one video I made <laughs> I shouldn't I, call it videos anyway <laughs> but I never you know go back to it and watch it right. but this was uh, the last episode was one of the first ones I listened front to back. So I was excited about it. Right, right. So hopefully we'll enjoy recording it as much as we enjoyed recording the last one, and hopefully you'll enjoy listening it to as much as we we enjoy the recording part. Right. Yeah. So I've got a long list for this time as well, which is which is actually a good sign because does it have Tesla again? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I I brought Tesla. <laughs> yes, you brought Tesla in. I was actually. Uh, Sticking to stories closer to home, <laughs> I'm bordering on becoming a Tesla rati or Tesla fan by whatever you say. Although I I criticize Tesla a lot. <laughs> right. So, uh, what should we start off with? Not Tesla. Okay, not Tesla. Right. So the next item on my list is Zomato. Huh? Yeah, Zomato is not a mobility company, but I still would like to talk about Zomato. I love Zomato. You know why? Yeah, good food, man. Good food, man. <laughs> we are foodies. So, good yeah. food, good customer care. I mean, the like as long as you sort in these two stuff, I'm your fan. Right. But uh, so, what about Zomato? Okay, so uh, I mean, I, and obviously, this is a trend I've been seeing for a long time. Like you know, I order at least two meals a day on Zomato. At least. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I make my breakfast. <laughs> I make my breakfast. Pandemic has changing. You know, has changed a lot of things. Yeah, I mean, for a, for, a, for a couple of days, I was... No, 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 I've always made my breakfast because my favorite... Always. The last time when I came to your house, your your entire kitchen was basically storage for your clothes. So, <laughs> I can't even imagine you using your kitchen area for no, cooking no, but, food. Okay, okay. But uh, back then, I used to just step out of home and get breakfast. My, my point is why I make breakfast is because most of the good restaurants open after 11. Okay. That's why I make breakfast. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, so, so, yeah, tomato. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, for past couple of months, uh, I mean, a fairly long time, I've been observing that the, the deliveries 
closer to my home, like right across the road or or restaurants uh, nearby. Right. They have been fulfilled on a bicycle. Okay. Yeah. Which is perfectly fine. See, Something similar I have witnessed as well. Right. And like if the restaurant is like 1.5 kilometers away, honestly, a delivery on cycle is not going to be so slow that uh, it's going to ruin my food. Right. So I'm perfectly fine with that. It's it's actually good that for two reasons actually. First, the carbon footprint is low. And second, the barrier to entry for a Zomato delivery executive is less. Right. I mean, let's be honest, the 100cc motorcycles are getting very costly now. Exactly. Like, in the past decade, they have, the, the costs have grown almost, what, by 150%. Right. From, like, about 40k to almost a lakh now. Right. I don't think any motorcycle right now is priced below 70,000, 70 or 80 grand. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Hero or TVS have... Pulled out but something anyways, new out of their like hat. Eighty grand is way too much for a guy, right? For a, for a, some for someone who needs to get into delivery business. Yeah, but I mean, basically, uh, they, it's their livelihood, and this is the entry point for that. Like for their entry, they need to spend 80, 90 k. Right. So that's a lot. So anyway, anyway, so uh, I mean, Zomato has been pushing this. Uh, I mean, sort of with their PR communication and in-app communication. Okay. Uh, so I would actually like to highlight and I'm only doing that not because of the marketing communication of Zomato but because I've also personally observed this and they claim right now 20% of their deliveries which are like shorter radiuses are being fulfilled by bicycles which is great right. Again, and you know I enjoy cycling a lot mm-hmm. uh, you do too but you don't cycle. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so, 20% of the, 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 the orders are fulfilled using cycle. And to offset the carbon footprint for the rest, they are actually funding wind energy projects in three Indian states. Oh, okay. Uh, one of them is Maharashtra. I don't remember the other two. And that sort of makes me look like a fool or sound like a fool here. Okay. Uh, but yeah, they're they are funding uh, wind energy projects to offset the carbon footprint that they generate in packaging and in delivery. And that's a brilliant move, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, to be honest, if, if given the choice between two brands, and uh, I don't think we have ever spoken about that on the podcast, but I have written about this stuff on a couple of blogs I used to freelance for, a couple of portals I used to, or news- newsletters I used to write for, mm-hmm. that uh, more users, similar similar is the case with me here, more users are becoming uh, conscious about the choices they make and more often than not, they, they choose the option which at least presents themselves to be greener right. or is doing something to minimize the damage they cause to the world, to the environment. Right. So this is actually great. So I, I think Zomato estimated, don't hold me for the number, but Zomato estimated their carbon footprint is around 600 tons a year or something like that. Okay. And they are offsetting that with wind energy projects. Is that only for uh, packaging or cumulative? What do you think? I What's think it is cumulative because okay. obviously packaging is also a major part of it. Right. Uh, and... And, and by the way, over the past, not just year, I think, since I've moved to Gurumukh, I mean, over the past two years, I've seen this change that a lot of restaurants have moved from plastic containers to alternates. Some have worked, some have not. Like some come with spillage. But <laughs> uh, I mean, they, they are fine tuning it. They are getting there. Okay. Uh, they, are, they are reaching to a point where the, the packaging is more sustainable. Packaging is biodegradable. 
so that's actually a good move forward true 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 hmm. because i i was having a conversation with my mom i guess a couple of weeks back and i thought it would be worth a study that how much uh, is the waste you know plastic waste that has increased over the last couple of years ever since things like zomato and swiggy has you know become more common right right of, of course the, massive, the, the, the number waste, must be massive right the waste has gone up but uh, it's great that they are trying to minimize right i think this is this is brilliant from zomato in fact greater uh, than a, just a simple pr you know yeah, yeah i, I mean uh, i'm i'm actually seeing and big, i know because i'm a religious user i know i've seen the changes in packaging <laughs> <Religious> user <laughs> <laughs> i mean okay. food is the only thing i would use the term religion for <laughs> food is a religion okay yes yeah. for me as well yeah so uh, i mean i've actually seen that change happening right in front of me and so i can vouch for it mm-hmm. and it is a great move in fact and i know this may sound pretentious but there are a couple of restaurants i actually genuinely enjoy their food but i simply minimized or stopped altogether ordering from them because they just pack it too much right that's something similar with me as well right. i guess it it feels really bad from inside right like if you're if ordering you two order, parathas that they are coming in two pizza boxes packed in a plastic box good. it 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 feels un- unfair right so yeah that's good uh, great it's full marks to zomato yeah. i i i hope uh, they pull it off but i guess i mean even without even they, without this they have a history of being a more responsible brand compared to the they even gave gave a timeline to you know electrifying their fleet as well right oh yes of course like so uh, obviously a lot of their delivery agents and again we we spoke about the uh, barrier to entry the cost of new uh, low end motorcycles so a lot of their fleet has already been using uh these leases the electric scooter leases right and now they have joined a uh, some initiative i don't remember the name again but uh as part of that they plan to have 100% of the, their deliveries done either by electric scooters uh, electric vehicles or by cycles by 2030 okay that's yeah. not too far away i i guess we see a lot more electric you know delivery vehicles now Yeah, at least I will buy those those two two wheelers. Yeah, electric two wheelers are, are and and a friend of ours is in this business, so it's it's picking up. We know that. Yeah, and he's seeing interest from a uh, I, I would say a lot of players who operate in the, at the intra city level. Right. He's seeing uh, engagement. He's seeing usage from a lot of these players. So that's actually quite impressive. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Zomato committing to it actually creates new headlines. creates uh, starts a lot of new conversations right which will it will force other right. know, brands as well to get into this exactly right? exactly and this is something we want so great news great news zomato uh, and uh, full marks to you so and what next <laughs> uh, so what next is actually uh, a mixed bag no because we are talking about climate right in in a way climate change right, let's, right exactly let's talk about something linked to this this so, topic it right itself. so i want to talk about norway Okay. Yeah. Norway is a country we 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 see as uh, one of the front runners of you know electric car revolution, electric, electric car vehicle revolution. revolution. Right. So right. yeah. So, uh, but the problem is, and there there have been similar, uh, I I would say comments about Canada that they they position themselves as the the front runner of, of the change, but 
they still haven't gotten their act together perfectly how do you mean so norway uh, still has more per capita oil consumption than saudi okay that's a problem i mean when you when you <laughs> that's surprising yeah when you think oil you think uh, saudi Middle you, East, right? you, you think kuwait you think russia russia uh, you think mexico right uh, but you don't think norway not at all <laughs> uh-huh. honestly even i didn't i i actually read in bloomberg couple of days back and apparently they they have quite uh, i mean at a very large scale they they have oil production and the you mean ownership by people from that country or like i mean at the end of the day they are selling oil. i i don't i don't know any Nor- norwegian no 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 they, they 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 are the third largest the third largest there okay that's, uh, that's third third or second largest and uh, the obviously the citizens the the people working with uh, sort of bodies or organizations trying to drive change they are pushing them to to ditch these projects they are pushing them to discard these projects but again it's it's not as simple as black and white right it's not binary it yeah can, it, 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 can it, it can't be. be binary because obviously a lot of jobs depend on that a lot of money flowing into the country depend on that right right and it is to a point that uh, some of the politicians are getting threats okay. by groups of citizens by citizens by random twitter accounts they have been receiving threats to actually discard this i mean as much as we uh, understand sort of is speaking for the environment uh, sort of supporting environmental movements threats are not the way to go right right and but uh, even if like they threat those people to offload their you know their their oil wells or whatever it is we right. know that some other country will come up exactly. and pick it up exactly the so it's not going to solve the problem right right quote unquote <laughs> yeah yeah exactly i mean right now it is making money for you i mean you are obviously generating oil but it it is not as simple because if they decide to drop the ball someone else is going to pick it up right some other country some other company is going to enter in the picture and they'll fulfill the requirement because the world needs oil right right and what we have to do is motivate more people to switch away from it mm. i mean not not particularly easy of course it's it's easy for us to pass a comment it's not particularly easy but uh, the point is even if they discard all these projects they'll lose the jobs they'll lose the earning which no. allows them to act, actually transition which allows them to actually position themselves in a higher spot which allows them to have a voice like you have money that's why you have power right so it's it's quite interesting how things are playing out and honestly i didn't know norway uh, nor did i <laughs> yeah. this came as a complete surprise to me yeah i mean like norway has more production per capita than uh, than saudi which is which is you repeated that thrice yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i i still i'm not able to wrap my head around it that's why i'm repeating it again and again neither can i right I mean, that's that's really funny and interesting as well right right so what what else uh, what what next do you want to pick up Oh, F1. F1. Okay. Uh, what was the last race? Last race was Monaco. Baku. Baku, right? Like Monaco. Monaco was easy. Monaco and Baku. Yeah, Baku. Right. No, from, from the last last episode we. No, I think we spoke about Monaco in the last. Oh, okay. Episode. Okay. Any, anyway, anyway, uh, Baku was the thing. I mean, Monaco was dull as expected. Right. Like the only Baku thing. Baku was also slightly, you know. uninteresting I, but then I, I, got, I fell asleep in part of it but i like, did. So, i literally did <laughs> and i woke up and i saw like the shatten 
crashing into the side wall. Right. Uh, so basically, Pirelli should stay away from making condoms. Uh, <laughs> that's all I have to say because uh, Stroll okay. had a fail, Verstappen had a fail, both on the same side of tires. Right. Right, and that's when they. Was it on the same stretch? That that uh, anyway. Same side I know. Same side I know. Same stretch I don't know. Uh, but point is, the race was red flagged. They everyone was given the option to change tires because obviously they didn't want to risk more people. But it really felt bad for Verstappen. Yeah, so of course, man. He was leading the race. He was leading the race. He had a brilliant drive. All this was his out. chance to, you know, zoom ahead on on the points table and right. all of a sudden this, this. Right. No, of, not, not his fault, right? Yeah, that, that's what. I mean, next he, it races should never be determined. The outcome of races should never be determined on the basis of part failure. Right. It should be determined based on how brilliant a job team did. And like, like uh, we witnessed in, in what, Portugal, like the, the McLaren crew took a brilliant call, the McLaren strategy team took a brilliant call, got uh, Hamilton, sorry, not McLaren, not McLaren, Mercedes, Mercedes team, yeah. team took a brilliant call to pit guy Hamilton at a perfect time, which gave him an advantage. And Verstappen was struggling at the end of it. Now, right. those are the things, at least I, speaking for myself, I want the races to be based on. Right. And the driver talent, obviously. Right. But... It's a team sport, so of course that is fine. But uh, like something as um, as part failure is heartbreaking, and uh, especially for someone who is a front runner, right? Right, right. Somebody right, who is absolutely. in the contention to win the title for this year. I mean, when Verstappen had his crash, I almost turned off the TV and went out cycling because I thought like there are two laps left. Even but I was rooting for Perez somehow. I I I have loved that you, guy. You, you all, like everyone always <laughs> roots for the underdog. Yeah, but I have loved Perez for... I don't know why. Ah, he's a good driver. He's a good driver. Obviously, you, you would root for him. But uh, honestly, at that point, I thought I'll, I'll just ditch the race and I'll, I'll just go cycling. Thank God I didn't. <laughs> because uh, because at that point, I felt the, the championship is over. Right. Because uh, Verstappen was leading by only what 3-4 points by that point. Right. And with Verstappen out of the race, it was clear that Hamilton was in second. Mm-hmm. And when the race restarts, Hamilton would go on. Have a clear advantage. Have a clear advantage. You would outrun Perez. We know. I mean. But then the Fast and Furious thing happened. Yeah. Like. <laughs> going separate see, see you again music played in the background and Hamilton went straight and everyone else went left. So, I mean, as much as we don't uh, want anyone to have a crash or end up having to like be in a, be in a situation where they are not able to finish a race. I mean, this time. Since most both Verstappen and Hamilton were out, at least Hamilton went out uh, with a driver error. It wasn't like yeah, it was a driver error. I mean, I mean the the when they they re re uh, aligned on the grid to resume the race, his warm up lap he he pushed the brakes. No, 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 no. Actually, he didn't push the brakes. So apparently, there is a mode in the car. To actually warm up the front brakes or tires or something like that. So there is a switch that they use to, to warm up. Okay. Yeah. And that's what he used or accidentally left on. There are, there are still mixed news coming in. Mm-hmm. And that's why his tire, oh, his brakes were like boiling hot. Okay. And he apparently left that mode on, which means he had no rear brakes. Oh, okay. Yeah. And this is what I've read in a couple of places. I don't that's, know. That's there, interesting. Yeah, there are still theories coming in. But did you watch the MotoGP last weekend? 
I actually didn't. I was working. No, th- 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 that just happened half an hour before I know. The, the I know. I know. But so it, there was a choice between watching that two. The whatever most two. bizarre thing happened. The most bizarre thing happened. Okay, so Quattararo, Fabio Quattararo, the Yamaha factory rider. Right. So he has been. De- he's on the top of the points table, right? Right. And um, all throughout the weekend, he was on the top. Leading all the sessions, right? Right. And everybody knew that Quattararo is going to win unless something goes wrong. And something went wrong. And the most bizarre thing happened. His leather suit came undone. Oh, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) I remember seeing the babes. Oh, man. I think... People who have been watching this for like years, decades, whatever it is, they, they were like, like, this has never happened. There's, is there even a, a regulation or a rule to, you know, for, for this, for this scenario? Right, right. His, his chest protector went flying. He, he took it off or what? <laughs> and he was riding with a, you know, bare chest. Zipper open, bare chest. Yes, I remember. I remember seeing that somewhere in news. Again, I felt bad for him. It was not his fault and he ended So, sorry, up, what was the penalty for that? Uh, initially, he got a three-second penalty and after finishing the race, he got another three-second penalty. Three-second, initial three-second penalty was for, you know, he, he missed the apex, went on uh, the uh, on outside the right. track or whatever you say. Uh, that was his first penalty. And after finishing uh, for whatever, hazardous riding, whatever you say, another three seconds. So, he ended up on fifth position, I guess. Right, right. So, he is now leading by another... Well, 13, 14 points. But we should have MotoGP in Baku. That, that's, that's because see, see, <laughs> Baku is a beautiful landscape. I mean, the 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 fort and everything, uh, cityscape, not yeah. Okay. So the the fort and all, they, they, that's actually a quite nice scenery. But with the F1 cars as wide as they are, hmm. it will be too dangerous for motorcycle racing. Although fair, fair I, enough, I know that, I mean, it is dangerous for car racing as uh, well. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a fan of street circuits. But in a car, you're at least sitting inside a, you know, cocoon in a way. But in motorcycles, if you go wrong, you're dead. Right, right. Fair enough, fair enough. Fair enough. Absolutely fair. I mean, obviously, it's dangerous as it is and nothing should be done to make it more dangerous. Right. right. But, the, but the last weekend's race was pretty fascinating. I loved it. <laughs> Sorry, uh, since we are on uh, Formula 1, uh, you remember a couple of weeks ago, I told you I'm trying to buy a domain uh mazespin.com so that i can put a counter on how many laps has Ma- 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 nikita mazepin gone without spinning yep you told me that yeah, yeah but it would have been a very it was a nice idea yeah, but the domain <laughs> was, laughed on it. the domain was very costly so i didn't buy but someone has actually done that okay yeah someone has actually done that and it, it, it was not me no, it was no, not, not me either. Not me either. <laughs> I didn't take your idea. And That's okay. Had, had you taken the idea, we would have split the profits. <laughs> but uh, someone has actually created a website which keeps a log of when uh, Nikita Mazepin last spun. And uh, often also keeps uploading video of that spin if they find. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there was no point including it uh, in the podcast, but I just it's wanted funny. to. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> right, right. So, what next? Uh, okay, I want to, like, we, we have been talking about cars a lot. I, I want to talk about planes. How did we go from cars to planes? <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> what was the connection? Right. So, uh, United has ordered the these supersonic planes by... Uh, I mean, not a startup anymore. I mean, 
I know I, I've been aware of that since I was in my very first job. Uh, boom. Boom Supersonic. Right? Yeah, Boom Supersonic. So they have been working on uh, a cleaner way to have supersonic flights. Let's not say cleaner. Really? Not yet. No, it's not cleaner, right? No, How do you say cleaner? It's cleaner than a, a, a what, what, what is that? Concord. Cleaner than Concord doesn't, you know, you know, it's not a standard. No, no, it's not a standard, but it, it's, so there were a couple of companies like Arion, right. Boom, right. a couple of companies that have been working to bring back supersonic right, right. passenger travel. Because, uh, and you know, my first job was in travel and I was actively keeping a track of all oh. of this. So I distinctly remember four different companies from back then. Hmm. Boom seemed the most promising because of the, 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 the background of people that came together to create boom supersonic right right and uh, i mean united placing orders with them sort of indicates that that's a big deal yeah i mean it's a big deal we are somewhere close to there (laughs) okay so uh, boom has already uh, made a prototype yeah uh, yeah. a scaled model so that happened last year and uh, they plan to make that of the first flight right right uh, this year some somewhere this 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 year so that's that's a good news and uh, japan airlines i guess virgin atlantic they've already po- you know pulled in money into that business oh i didn't know that yeah yeah so they have like about 750 million I, again i'm, yeah. I'm not big, sure big, of the number. big numbers big numbers <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah so and united uh, putting in their uh, orders orders a huge yeah. deal i mean that that is a big validation because uh, i mean united obviously is I mean, airline business is tough and, and someone putting in uh, order... Especially now. Especially now. Yeah, right? it's, it's, I mean, tougher than Already ever. Already all the uh, major airline... So, you will be a better person to talk about it, not me, because you have worked in this business. I mean, until my latest job, I was actually in travel entirely. Right. And I'm glad I moved out of travel in... Uh, moved out of travel in, in, in what, February last year? Right. Right. So the pandemic has run like, like shit hit the fan in March last year. <laughs> so I'm glad I was not working in a, with a travel company back then. Right. Yeah. So it's a very tough time for airlines companies. We have already seen they are, you know, reducing their fleet. Reducing their pilots. Uh, company. Yeah. Pilots is something else, but your fleet. Right, right. right of course. You're, you're, you're already retiring planes like A380. 747 right. right. they're going out of you know commission what do you, you say uh-huh. so so that's and at this point you are putting in an order is something huge big deal big deal but I mean they, they, they must seriously trust what these guys are building and must have some sort of validation and what was the last time uh, Concord flew it was in 2003 right it's been 17-18 years so again I guess it's gonna be great Right. Yeah. So, oh, oh, okay. I, I didn't expect you to get the date right, but I just checked. No, I, actually, I, it, is, I, it is October 2003. <laughs> last flight of Concord is 24th of October 2003. So, my friend, it's you, not you keep just surprising me. <laughs> it's not just automobiles, but I also write about uh, aviation and high-end watches. So, uh, that's, okay. that's, that's kind of... You know, disconnected topics, but and yachts, can you can you can you recommend me a watch under ten dollars? <laughs> Gubara wala. <laughs> anyway, so right. yeah, boom. But again, so there were a lot of challenges for there. Is, there is a lot of there are a lot of challenges for any of the companies that want to come back into supersonic passenger travel. Right. So Sonic Boom is one of them, and uh, you know. Boom boom. 
obviously for obvious reasons <laughs> because Je- jeff bezos doesn't go on a drunken ra- drunken rant on twitter <laughs> <laughs> but anyway that's going to be exciting so you got to have boss right that's a bold move that you are you got to have money no no so if, what if you die right you have to have that that's boss that's fine you have achieved a lot elon musk is not doing it he already has his yeah rocket. because he, he he has to do a lot of pr and run more ponzi schemes right so <laughs> <laughs> we know that even you know elon can do that and same is the case with right but see right. see uh, this guy jeff bezos is already stepped down from his, yeah exactly no so he the last day he will be involved in the company is i guess next week is his last week right but but he, he formally announced his retirement from the company i guess it was this the only reason why did that no i, I mean see let, let's be honest these guys have achieved more in whatever years they've spent building these companies than probably you and i will do combined in our lifetimes that is a very so uh, nahi nahi but but there is always a feeling of i know but I've, i've done plenty now i want to do stuff that doesn't necessarily have to be business right that could very well be the reason but anyway anyway jeff bezos gave a similar explanation actually okay anyway but but that's 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 a bold move and i'm looking forward to it <laughs> right right uh and it's it's the first crewed flight it's it's not tried and tested as of yet right right fair enough <laughs> so that, that's pretty bold but okay that's okay that's I, okay. I, it's it's good man ha ah, it's it's actually great great for the the progress of mankind it's it's like space tourism is becoming more real now right you have millions you can go to the you know suborbital flight right right so what here, here i sit with an empty passport but we okay. don't even have a motorcycle <laughs> <laughs> anyway so what next yeah third world problems uh poor so, people problems right right, right. so so anyway so we were talking about travel i mean before you jumped in with your jeff bezos stuff that was we, we were talking about travel which is going through a slump yeah. so now i want to talk about some space that is actually seeing a hike which is the supercar market oh yeah i mean that has been happening for the last couple of years four five years four years but particularly since the pandemic started right right because the stock markets and not just in india i mean we both you and i both are invested to an extent here yeah. yeah so so we know the kind of uh, highs the markets are seeing right right and people like the millionaires billionaires they are seeing more money than ever right not just the stock market it's that richer have gotten more rich yeah so i mean they they, they don't get rich on their salaries i mean yeah. they get rich on equity right. <laughs> nobody gets rich on their salaries that's, right. that's my point so anyway I, so that is good news for all the car companies that make ridiculously costly cars i won't say overpriced because there is no clear scale for what a performance car should be what a car that can do 100 in 2.5 seconds should be but i mean the costlier uh, vehicles and lamborghini has obviously they had a good year last year as well right and now they are sold out till october of this year their manufacturing right. capacity till october of this year right lamborghini and uh, ferrari both you know there are two cases where oh, you know, Porsche, 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 yeah and you know uh, have you witnessed that all of a sudden you know all these uh, custom builds personalized cars you know one offs this is becoming more common all of a sudden so uh, all these there is a, there is a term for it coined by i don't know who coined it but basically i've been spotting it a lot on research reports and news reports by big business publications like bloomberg which is revenge spending 
that's got a negative connotation to the whole term but anyway yeah i mean like like let's be honest let's be honest whoever coined the term is not a billionaire <laughs> certainly right but no no okay and i know there is a there is a uh, higher end of the spectrum but there is a lower end of the spectrum as well which i'll come to okay so on the higher end of the spectrum basically what is happening that the people who already have shit load of money are making shit load of money right and they have not been able to spend as much as they would do otherwise on their like cruise holidays and shit and that's why they are spending on big ticket purchases like supercars mm-hmm. but okay. and even if you look in our circles and like we don't have any millionaires in our circles or billionaires in our circles but uh, just the other day and th- this is just one incident i'm narrating but there are shit load of such incidents like a friend uh, pinged me and she was like i'm i'm considering buying a apple iphone 12 pro i was like why you have a oneplus 70 which is not even old which is like a year old right don't need a upgrade right she was like ha ah, but i i i'm i'm feeling like spending on something Okay. So that's the thing. Like people who have not, I mean, because that, that's not the case case with billionaires because they, for them, you know, couple of million dollars is you know free change. Right, but they have made more during the last no, year. The, yeah, and they have not spent anywhere. And I, I mean, I, this not my words, Bloomberg's words. Okay. Yeah. So you can't contradict. I, mean, you I can. can. You you, you can, but still, but I mean, there not. is more weight than my words. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. And and, and again, I'm saying I've seen this I've, behavior. Yeah, I've I mean, you do, cars, right? you you work on freelance gigs, right? right? You work on contract work. Right. I work on a salary. Right, and my expenditure has lowered over the past year. I know, I know. That's yeah. that's and that's why I've been I've been word. spending more on stupid shit. Another another thing uh, in play here. I I feel uh, the rich have now you know come to the point where they are. So yachts have always been a, a, a what do you say uh, a fancy toy for them to you know compete against each other. Right, right. And cars were that's also a there. Tick right? measuring contest. <laughs> <laughs> okay but so again, that's okay i've marked explicit on the podcast <laughs> but again cars are also you know becoming you know the same thing right so we we are all of a sudden it's not just pandemic because i know this for the last 4 4 5 years we are we are seeing a lot of one offs so uh, for example this whole rolls royce boat tape did you get to see that yeah so that oh, sorry uh, that looks strikingly similar to the mercedes electric concept they showcased with lewis hamilton posing alongside Mm, okay. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, ridiculous car, twenty-eight million dollars. Okay. Twenty-eight million dollars, right? What are we talking about? <laughs> And right. what does it have? Right. So it's a cabriolet, right? Right. It it doesn't even have a roof which goes on by its own. Right. So it, you can't even, I guess, all the specifications are not out as of yet. You can't even drive the car with its. you know uh, fabric roof on and uh, what are the highlights of the car it has got a fancy uh, a glamorous picnic table in uh, <laughs> so yep yeah, no so that's that's a big thing in rolls royce cars i guess you don't follow that no, I, i i i don't i I, don't I, a, i have to cover all the rolls royce i don't give a shit about rolls but anyway you might not but <laughs> so it's got a glamorous a uh, fancy fancier version of the picnic table inside the Rear boot, right, right, which which opens and splits into half and that. An umbrella comes out. <laughs> But you get that on a Skoda. 
Oh, sorry. Yes, and yes. I remember an umbrella comes out of the boot, right? I'm not saying that there's an umbrella inside the right, boot. Right, right, right. That right. all boots are just right. A automated umbrella comes out. Right. Fun shade. That's about it. Twenty-eight million dollars. Although it 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 gets a his and her bovet watch, which which you can wear it on your wrist or can place it on the dashboard as a Rolls Royce, you know, or dash clock. <laughs> Ornament. $28 million. Rolls Royce doesn't get equipment, it gets ornaments. It it does. My <laughs> god, that's that's Yeah. By the way, the, the concept I'm talking about is Mercedes Maybach 6 Cabriolet concept. Right. It looks strikingly similar to this Rolls Royce stuff. Uh, no, but anyway. It was so I I've seen this a lot. Uh, there was a sweat tail from Rolls Royce as well. So and Porsche has also updated its exclusive manufacture of manufacture whatever you call uh, program which which actually lets you to personalize your Porsche in whichever way you want you can even have an old Porsche and right. Porsche will drop in any engine that you want a Porsche engine if it if they they think it is technically possible right. so basically you know singer they are becoming Singer as well. <laughs> right. So, so they are trying to eat up Singer for breakfast. So I guess there is, there, what, what this shows is, uh, there is this market for exclusive cars. All of a sudden, there's a lot more interest in it. I mean, People they, are ready it, it to spend insane. It existed. No, it but hasn't. I think, so, but I think there is a, there is a higher, uh, I would say, intent to pay for it. I mean, like it let, has let's existed. Be, let's be honest, it has existed, but with uh, among people who don't have a lot of money. Now it has expanded to people with a lot of money. I don't know what you're trying to say. <laughs> okay, let it be. <laughs> that was a silly argument. But anyway, yeah. but all of a sudden we are getting to see all these high-end premium car companies set up there. So again, Rolls-Royce has uh, set up their coach-built arm. So basically they will build you a personalized, uh, a, a, you know, a coach for you, which was... A norm like 70 years back. Right. If but you remember Rolls Royce, initially they they only made engines and chassis. Right. The coach were built by some other so, company. So like the Tata trucks that you can buy today. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it gets a driver seat, a windscreen for the driver and a gigantic, uh, what, 18 feet or what, 20 feet chassis. Anyway, but McLaren is in India. <laughs> uh, McLaren is in India at ridiculous prices as you would expect. Ridiculous, I guess, all, all those cars in that same legal price similarly. I guess McLaren has priced their cars slightly lower than that. 720 okay. yes, is... So, uh, Ferrari has been here for a while. Porsche has been here for a while. Right. And the point is, I've not read or like read any news about them or their prices. McLaren, when they launched, I could see a list of prices and that felt ridiculous. That's <laughs> why I'm saying Again, this. that is something which I, you know, cover a lot. Right, so right. The so price of course, you know better. But anyway, why I was talking about Lamborghini was not the fact that they uh, have their manufacturing capability blocked out till October. But the fact that they are planning to have their entire lineup to be plug-in hybrid by year 2024. Right. Which actually is pretty good for a performance car maker. Right. I mean, uh, let's be honest, Lamborghini, even though it comes under Audi, they don't want to offend a lot of their buyers who want loud it is, cars. It is not just that. Uh, so the reason they've, is they've also... They've stood tight. for something. No, 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 it's not. Lamborghini is one of the last companies to jump into the, onto this bandwagon. 
So it is just tightening regulations, which is forcing Lamborghini companies like Lamborghini to and Ferrari as well. Right, right, right. To jump into it. So, uh, so Lamborghini, Cyan, something. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>, Cyan. <laughs> Named similar to my name, but it is it is their and hybrid. the locality in Bombay. But go on. <laughs> uh, it is their first production hybrid. Right. So they have shown their intent, and now they say that all their new cars will be. Hybridized by 2024 right. and 2030, somewhere in that ballpark, they are they are going to come up with the first electric car, and that's not going to be a sports car. That's going to be a GT, which is also very interesting. For Lamborghini, Lamborghini, yeah. Oh, Lamborghini is thinking about a GT. They don't have a GT. I mean, Urus is a sort of a multi-purpose car. Right. Yeah, but, but I, I mean, you can go touring on Urus. I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, but yeah, the the point is. But Urus is a big hit in India and countries like India. So that I mean, obviously there is no road, but there is a lot of money to buy supercars. Right. So what oh, else you buy? It's a Lamborghini you can use every day. In, like in in a manner. Yeah. Of when when you're richer than the government, you buy that. <laughs> so so yeah, Lamborghini. Urus, Urus is a big hit. Uh, but anyway, I think you want to talk about Tesla. I'm sure. But Lamborghini. Be, so. No, Before we come to Lamborghini, uh, we were talking about electric hypercars because Lamborghini, right? So, Rimac Concept C2, basically not Concept 2, C2, has right. now finally has a name. It's called Nevera. <laughs> It's so funny that Nevera never is in the name. Okay. <laughs> is <laughs> it ever coming? <laughs> so, C1, which was the first car, they said they made. No, right, it was Rimac Concept One. C1, yeah, Concept One. So oh, okay, they, C one was concept one. C was concept. Okay, huh. I didn't know that. <laughs> okay, so they they they. So yeah, uh, Rimac C one. So if you remember, that was not supposed to be a concept, but a car. They said they they produced about seven units. Oh, uh, just that, just that. But do do, do you understand that uh, in this age of social media, you never saw a owned concept C two ever. C two or C one? C one, sorry, C one. Right. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I I have never seen any owner or any guy posting that they have they have seen a C one on the road. All the the one the C one that we saw was basically what Richard Hammond bent. <laughs> so uh, actually, it was seven after Richard Hammond bent. Anyway, like <laughs> it was eight originally. <laughs> but but I <laughs> okay eight. But I have never seen any. Owner, you know, posting right. a video or anything on the the concept one. Right, right. It, it, it's very. I mean, it works as a great PR exercise. Just make right. fucking ace. Right. Do you, do you remember W Motors Lycan Hypersport? Okay, you're scaring me now. <laughs> no, the Fast and Furious. Right, car. right. Yeah, I know. Right. I know. So they said they made seven cars. It was the first uh, hypercar made in uh, Middle East. Things like that. It turned out it was. Designed and uh, built in by Magna Stair, the same right. company that makes Supra and all. Uh, so it was not designed, or let's say it was not built in Middle East. Right. And they said they made about seven or eight cars, and somehow no, you know, no one owns it. Owns it. Right. We have never seen any videos of it. Right. So, but like Rimac has more validation. I know. I know. But but it is, it is something which is uh, a lot of companies have been doing it. There was another company called Neo, a Chinese company. Neo is uh, from what I remember for Grand from Grand Tour. Neo is the one supplying components for Rimac. Right. Yeah. What components? I don't know. 
Okay, I'm not too sure because battery technology and things, motors, uh, everything have been made in house by Rimac. That's at least what they claim. Okay. So New is a Chinese company. They came out uh, with a car which was an electric hypercar, which which did a lot of you know record breaking things, things like that, right? But they said again they made five six cars and nobody owns it. <laughs> okay. So at least this time, I suppose uh, the Rimac says claims it it will build 150 cars. So they will be owners. I hope so. I hope so. Nivella, I mean, one hundred fifty you'll have to sell. You I mean, they claim, haven't raised claim, enough right. funding. They Again, SSC Tuatara is another uh, hypercar, right? SSC company. It's an American, right? American. Uh, and if you remember that company, uh, uh, which which Hennessy, no, no, <laughs> a Texas-based company, which 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 uh, took the record for fastest car with a. Do you remember the car's name? Uh, it the, was Hennessy. No, no, no. no okay. Venom GT. What was that? What was that? What was that? Hennessy. Hennessy, right. Hennessy. I've been saying. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I've been saying Hennessy. I'm trying to remember that. Again, Hennessy has been, uh, has been, you know. No, Hennessy has a lot of, uh, I would say, sketchy incidents and sketchy news events in the past. Right. So, so let's Hennessy, not even go there. Hennessy has said it has built the, you know, the fastest car so, and it, it has never delivered in so a way. So th- there have been news reports of Hennessy making, like using subpar components, uh, Hennessy uh, using funds or like pre-deposits for new cars to actually work on the customer cars that are already there. Basically Tesla. <laughs> in okay. a way but sketchier but I, I, I hope Nivera although it has never in its name but it comes <laughs> out this 1900 horsepower 340 miles of range uh, and uh, very you know smart components I guess it, it's interesting although I don't like the looks of the car I want to know that's what, okay the first one what, didn't what look good either it. the first one didn't look good either so what I mean there has to be hypercar the look Plays a very important part. But see, uh, again, and after a point of performance... Because uh, I'll tell you why. Any, so, any Pininfarina Automobili, a company owned by Mahindra. Yeah. <laughs> so, they are also coming with a hypercar, which is based on the Rimac C2. Batista. Batista, right. Yeah. It's based on the Rimac C2, pretty much has the same components, only thing that it will be... Uh, prettier. Prettier, exactly, <laughs> right. When you have the same components and it is prettier, I guess people will go for it. No, that, that's okay. I'm just saying uh, at, a, at a point of performance, probably looks take a lower priority. No, it doesn't. Like, like look, at Bugatti, look at Bugatti's. So they look ugly. They don't look ugly. F- uh, Veyron looks ridiculously ugly. For now it does, but... No, even back years. when it came out... It is it a personal choice, but I, I don't like Bugatti's, but if you... Chiron also look, uh, looks ugly. But if you see uh, Chiron's uh, popularity as compared to Koenigsegg and Pagani, it is way lower so because of its looks okay so bugatti was actually struggling to sell its last couple of chirons oh, oh sorry uh Veyrons. okay were they selling at discounted price <laughs> no they were trying to make so they were smart this time round they made a lot of special editions right right that's the way to go that's <laughs> the way to go so like, I, I i hope remark actually ends up making customer cars because i i I'm rooting for this company to yeah, do well. <laughs> and, and it comes out of... I mean, when you have a company like Porsche, Volkswagen backing it, we, there, there is credence to the story. Right, right, of course. I mean, they, they won't uh, invest in vaporware. As simple as that. But GM did with Nikola. 
Yeah, but they they backed out quickly. I mean, these guys. <laughs> that are, was pressure. That was pressure from people. There were a couple of you know write ups that that that. No, but but still, the, pressure. The, the thing is, that Nikola products never made it to even in the hands of journalists. Right. Remac reached. No, no, I'm I'm pretty sure. Okay. I they have a product on their hand. Right. I just I just. I, I mean, may, may, maybe the prices were not. I mean, I mean, the worst I I'm, I can assume is. That the prices were much higher, the cost involved were much higher than they claimed. Maybe, okay. but I mean, at least th- those cars reached some some people. They actually had their hands on it and they tried it. Remac was vaporware, not Remac. Nicola. Sorry, Nicola was vaporware. You're drunk. Nicola. <laughs> <laughs> Nicola was vaporware. Nicola was Nicola was as uh, I would say fruitful as Theranos or Juicero. people know all all i guess our listeners don't know the story okay so ju- juicero was <laughs> like, no, no i'll I'll, I'll explain i'll explain <laughs> i'll explain because i'm going to use this reference again oh so God. juicero was a company that made juices which would not juice fruit that would squeeze basically packets of capsules no packets okay i thought capsules no there were there were packets of uh, juice pulp and it will basically squeeze them that you could do by hand as well but they had a what 120 or 200 a fancy machine for fancy that. machine for that and theranos was a, was a company that was simplifying all the lab tests but turned out to be a fraud after raising shit load of money there are documentaries on that it's it's fascinating but but we, we are rooting for remark i hope remark does yeah does. yeah i mean remark 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 already has shown more they have seen conexec do it before so although you know components you know making electric cars at least at this point in time it's 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 a tricky business sorry but and we, when we are on the topic of electric uh, you know tesla cancelled their uh, played model s played plus which plus. was claimed to have what 500 miles of range or something right. and less than 1.99 second of not to 60 miles per hour time but then even played has that played has 1.99 second claim time and, and 320 miles range and that was Less than one point nine nine. Not sure right, how right. much. Yeah. Typical, typical Elon Musk, right? Yeah. And, and he comes on Twitter and says it's cancelled because we don't need it. Yeah, because the the, <laughs> the plate is good enough. Then why did you advertise it in the first place? Why were you throwing yeah. it in everyone's face in the first place? Every possible. Because we know it is not possible with the the standard like wheel driven system. Every passing day, that man seems like a more of a con man. <laughs> 1.1 second you know acceleration time for the roadster i'm just i don't know it's it's insane but anyway uh, no, so, so so i actually found a website called elonmusk.today okay yeah so that we've been searching for shady websites all this week <laughs> <laughs> yeah i found the mazepin elonmusk.today mazepin and this elonmusk.today so that website basically keeps a log of what shit elon musk said and how many days uh, after saying it initially he backed off or or changed his narrative <laughs> so like how we did with bitcoin like how we did with they they'll, they'll keep holding bitcoin and then went on to sell right all that stuff uh, so they, they they basically keep a log of that you can check that out at elonmusk.today <laughs> and i would highly recommend you check that out But uh, Elon Musk uh, finally revealed the played model yesterday. I guess yesterday it was. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think some deliveries are supposed to start today, like when we are recording. Yeah. So they 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 did that. 
I guess 2020 odd cars they will deliver. But uh, they they uh, also you know published a video on YouTube that that shows its acceleration time, irrespective of how shitty Elon Musk acts at times. But the car the acceleration is actually pretty insane. I mean, it is electric. It two seconds is fine. Like. What we they were talking about is less I than know. 1.99. I know. That's where physics is start. Like, I am saying. That's where we are raising questions on Newton. I <laughs> No, you. So, uh, that played the acceleration video which that I saw on YouTube was fucking crazy. I don't right. know. I, th- I, I guess in one of the episodes I said the fastest I've gone is like three some seconds. Right. Uh, four seconds. I, I don't even yeah. remember zero to sixty, yeah. and it was crazy. My internals hurt. Okay, <laughs> in a car, and actually, so this is. I mean, this is. Uh, I don't know. May, maybe it is because of how the forces act on your body. But like, I've been on super bikes, right? And I know they can do not two hundred and two point five. Probably the best I did was no hundred and like three point five. Okay, I'm assuming myself to be a horrible rider, mm-hmm. but still, they they. Like, you don't even have to shift, so you can, like, literally just right. ring the throttle and, and go. Just first gear yeah, because gear. the first gear goes itself to, like, 120, 130 km per hour at least. There are motorcycles that can do 150 bikes. Right. And, I mean, that is not as scary as a car that can do not to 100 km per hour in, like, 5 seconds or a 4 and a half seconds. Like absolutely. Like, absolutely. I've driven these, the, 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 I've K- done that K-Men. I have done that boat and yeah. I can say that motorcycle doesn't feel that scary yeah. because although we ride motorcycles more often. No, I think it is also because uh, you sort of move a lot with the motorcycle. Like right. when you are going hard on throttle, you crouch, you grip the tank better, you sort of you prepare, prepare your yourself. body in a better right. way. In car, you can't do much. You are sitting in the seat, you can't do much to sort of... Prepare I remember, for that. I, you I just rem- mentally prepare for that. I don't even remember which car I did, but I, I remember doing a zero to sixty zero to probably nine eleven. I I don't remember <laughs> uh, a, a test for that, and I remember my eyes hurting. <laughs> so imagine two seconds. That's gonna be crazy, right? Right. But anyway, so this this week has been very interesting for for different reasons. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We have been on Tesla, so I would like to point out that Tesla has been trying to get posts critical of it removed from some social networks in China. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, welcome to China. But that serves well for Tesla. <laughs> I guess uh, the whole Tesla story in China is getting murkier by the day. Right. I've, I've stopped. I've, I've given a following on it. <laughs> okay. But yeah, Tesla, it all started, I guess, a couple of months back. There was this lady who crashed her Model 3 and she said that she... Oh, I thought it was very recent. Couple of months back. Okay. So, this was before the Shanghai Motor Show. Okay. So, this lady crashed her Model 3 and she said that she braked but uh, the the car just went and, you know... Okay, so so I I would like to point out there have been a couple of researchers. So, you know, obviously, that there is a specified... there, there is supposed to be a specified difference between the height of brake pedal and accelerator pedal. Right. Right. And a specified gap. So, apparently in some of the uh, earlier model S, it was at the absolute minimum. Uh, Tesla has come under a lot of criticism in China for its quality issues. Right. So, this woman said, I brake. Like the rest of the world. <laughs> no, but it's it's much worse in China because 
you know that the china the plant the tesla plant in china has recently opened right. it's one year old and the quality standards of that plant is not even as good as the one in usa right so uh, the lady said that i braked and it didn't and it went and crashed and tesla went ahead and said that no she didn't brake it was a driver error it was not a car car's error right, right? could be very i don't know could be could be but well like let's so what the benefit the, the of the doubt outcome, it could be the outcome of this incident was this lady came to shanghai motor show uh, went to tesla stall climbed up a model 3 and started protesting against it hmm. and uh, there were several other incidents of similar you know tune thing you can say that right. there were there are people in china so i did a story on this hmm. there are people in china who are actually installing cameras right cameras where they in the footwell in the footwell okay just to show that in case there is a car crash and they actually pressed on the brake pedal pedal they they they, they tesla cannot brake, blame it on driver error right <laughs> it's crazy right and, yeah, i mean dash cam i support but this this is crossing and, into another and, level and there are couple of government buildings and malls in china that have banned tesla cars from being parked inside their parking oh, lot <laughs> okay Oh, uh, by the way, recently two, there was a reasons. fire incident as well. So two reasons. Which, so two reasons. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. I, I got very excited because yeah, yeah, I forgot about on. Tesla. So first time you are you are actually cutting me off. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so uh, there are two reasons for why a lot of Chinese government buildings and uh, malls have banned. One is this whole break issue, right? And another one is Tesla. Uh, Chinese government. Agencies have been saying that Tesla might be spying on them. So right, we know right, that yeah. there are a lot of cameras, thirteen, fourteen cameras around Tesla's body, and right. America might be spying on China uh, using Tesla with <laughs> their cars. Okay. So they have banned, actually banned uh, their officials from using Tesla car and coming to work or in in their Tesla cars and parking there anywhere around the government buildings. Okay. And then this whole incident happened. a couple of days back i guess where this man got stuck inside the car, the, the car. Uh, and he actually had to call for help for someone to break him out right he was charging his uh, car oh right yeah he was stuck in a char- car that was charging he was charging he took off the uh, terminal uh, so a plug sorry he took the plug off and uh, he says according to him the car blacked out right then he stepped inside the car he, he and he got stuck right he had to call his I mean, for they, help. I mean, like, let's be honest. Nobody would break the window of their car, like, for no reason at all. Right. I think quality issues has already marked. You know, the, I mean, they have. I mean, like, quality issues have been there forever. Plus, the the issues related to sort of unintended acceleration have been reported in US as well in the early days, if you remember. Right. but a lot of them were attributed to uh, sort of minimal gap between the brake and throttle and the minimal height difference between the so brake pedal and throttle pedal i i i don't know if you are aware of this or not a lot of people uh, who have driven a tesla will, will know that tesla most of the drivers don't even use the brake right yeah so they rely on region yeah region region is strong enough that you just you know lift your foot off the pedal and it brakes right but if if that doesn't work you you are you are mentally not prepared to press on the sorry yeah. sorry pedal <laughs> you are pressing on my foot <laughs> you are pressing on my foot <laughs> this crazy but anyway so you so you 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 are mentally not prepared you you 
you train your muscles to I act mean, in a way anything out of ordinary whether in a motorcycle or a car is gonna scare the shit it, out of you <laughs> you will yeah. crash right you 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 so, sorry uh, and i know this is not uh, apple to apple comparison but you remember when both of us were coming on motorcycle and when we took off a red light a bee got into my teeth and right. stung me right <laughs> and, remember that and i i was accelerating hard there was traffic behind me accelerating off from a traffic light and and i'm shit scared like how do i even stop because people are accelerating right, right behind and me all of a sudden i thought like what happened to you <laughs> yeah but but i mean someone almost crashed into me because of that yeah so your car not breaking that is a much bigger deal so what else I guess there were more electric cars that came out. BMW i4, iX. I have absolutely no idea. So I didn't even spot the news. So that's that's so funny, right? BMW came up. So i3 was the only electric car, pure electric car they had. Right. I7 was i8, i7, i8, i8 was hybrid. i8 was hybrid, right? Hmm. 1.5 liter three cylinder. Right, right, right. Yeah. And they came up with not one but two electric cars, and it simply didn't make enough news. Yeah, I mean, I I it's, don't remember it, spotting what i four, i x, whatever you're saying. I four is a sedan. I x is a SUV. Oh, I thought i x. You are saying you're mentioning a series. Okay, i x is a car. Okay, <laughs> I thought you meant look x as a number. Look at that. And this is you who generally follows news, right? That comes up out of automotive automotive world. Right, right. Fair enough. And you you are not aware of it. So that's that's how bad BMW's PR I've, I've, team. I've switched from auto car to Bloomberg. <laughs> but so that's how bad a job BMW's PR team did. So I four. Sorry, sorry. These cars are launched. Yep. Oh, okay. So i four i four production variant was already showcased a couple of months back, and now they 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 actually revealed all the specs and pricing and everything, and even i x. Okay. Same as the case with i x. It's a big deal. It should be for BMW because uh, initially. They were early to the game in a way with i3 and i8, right. and then they slacked off. A lot of uh, people, automotive enthusiasts, said that BMW shouldn't have done that. They missed the bus in a way by slacking they, off. They shouldn't have slacked off, or they shouldn't have created like slacked off. Slacked off. Slacked because off. enthusiasts say they shouldn't have created in the first no, place. No, no, no. <laughs> Let's say BMW fans because already Tesla was picking up. Right. So now, so they already lost a lot of ground doing that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Because so, i three has been and around you, for ages. And when you come up with two new cars in which you have spent literally billions of dollars, right? There's not enough. You know, I mean, I, I mean, I, I won't claim that I am updated on everything that goes on, but I'm updated on most of the shit that goes down. My other friends as well, they are not aware of it. Right. Right. You, you are aware of the whole plaid thing. Right. You heard the story. Right. 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 That right. Tesla said plaid plus is not coming out. I mean, let's, let's, <laughs> something let, let, that came let's, out, you're not. Let's be honest. My Google feed is cars, 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 and mobility. Right, and BMW is a car, right? Right. <laughs> anyway, so I and one of my favorite ones, yeah. Three series is one of my favorite cars. Three thirty, I think. Uh, yeah, three forty is even better. But I have not driven it, so I can't claim. Okay, to okay. Uh, anyway, anyway, anyway. I, I'll start. You know. Anyway, <laughs> get emotional on that. But I four, okay. It's very interesting. You know why? Because there are two variants to it. Okay. E drive fifty. And uh, there's M50. There are two variants to it. Oh, One there is, is the M version on electric. So, so this, it's going to interest you. Uh, e Drive 50 is a lower variant. Okay, it has got a single motor, 330 some horsepower and things like that. Let's not go into it. Not interesting. Right. Irrelevant. Irrelevant with electric anyway. Right. 
anyway horsepower with electric is there no no it is so and then we come to m50 it has got 530 horsepower okay it accelerates uh, to 0 to 60 in 3.60 miles 60 km miles per hour miles okay. per hour 0 to 100 km per hour let's say 3.9 seconds which is okay. impressive okay which is like uh, 340 i iterated territory no, no 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 it's faster than m4 competition more horsepower faster 0 to 60 time than oh. m4 competition M4 is more than 3.9. It's 4.1 seconds. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I have yeah. driven that. I have driven it around the track, so I know that. <laughs> not the latest one, but the last one. Right. So the not the bug teeth one. No, no, <laughs> not the ugly one. And the i uh, i4 has that bug teeth. <laughs> so the uh, ugly face. Uh, but recently, I was reading a New York Times article about why brands are going on about pronouncing. sort of exaggerating their grills okay yeah so and i mean obviously in parts i would say you and i both know why this is happening but they they sort of spelled it out for us okay so shapes are obviously being determined based on minimizing drag coefficient right right and a lot of shit like the height of bonnet the from the height of waistline and everything is being determined by the safety safety standards as well as the uh, the sort of track coefficients right right and in that the only place where designers can go loud and experiment is the grill right and that's where they're showcasing that's where they're determining characters and more importantly uh, as much as the number of people they are repelling they are also attracting a set of customers a new set of customers which are eventually getting around to the fact that it looks like that and that is the same case with lexus like lexus are you the same guy who posted a meme on bmw <laughs> yes, yes, I, am, i am the same guy for a couple of days again again okay 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 i i am not saying this is how i think and you see this is what see, new york times says anyway bloomberg new new york times they can say whatever they want to but i don't know we being automotive enthusiasts i know that looks completely subjective but you cannot like that no no i'm i'm not saying i like that again i'm not even if that. it is a compulsion and let's again, see audi and audi again, you like, you know i am the last person to comment on look i i don't give a shit how a car looks. i i do i i don't give a shit I how do, a car I looks do, i do i mean as long as every is, aspect of a automotive so, so automobile again i'm saying as long as it is inoffensive it is offensive uh, but yeah, exactly exactly that's what i was coming to right <laughs> i'm i'm okay with a with a boring looking car as long as it goes right yeah but this is boring looking <laughs> this, this is loud this is in your face but anyway yeah, i i4 uh, i guess it should have got more interest from people uh it somehow it didn't because see it's faster it's more capable than the uh, m4 which is a fantastic car right so you're skipping ix you're going on and on about no, i4 so i am coming to <laughs> i don't care about suvs you know that ix is a suv X, dude, X, X. Oh right, fair right, enough. X. Uh, skip by X. <laughs> skip by X. X has more power. It's it's got a, a bigger battery, things like no, that. No, no, I, no, nobody I'm, gives a shit. I'm not people. Do nobody? Do, I mean, the, um, not uh, us. Hundred percent of the hundred percent of the people sitting in this room don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like the two people of us. People love SUVs anyway. Right. Oh, by by the way, by the way, sorry, and I'm I'm going way off track. But a friend of mine called me yesterday hmm. and asked me. what 
sedan he should buy oh yes i mean i i know his options were not particularly great he said give him a zomato coupon or something <laughs> I, i i i actually i actually gifted him my zomato so zomato offered me uh, a, a coupon to gift someone zomato pro for 3 months i actually already gifted him that and you didn't think of me no i've got more coupons to give but you have not been ordering for a while okay <laughs> on the podcast itself i learned something today <laughs> <laughs> but anyway anyway this guy calls me and asks me whether he should buy a honda city or a skoda rapid nice all of a sudden i have respect for this unknown guy <laughs> yeah. i mean he's not it's, even an enthusiast oh he's not even an enthusiast he simply tried couple of it's crossovers such a change it's such a change i can't even tell you how many calls every week i receive asking what, what crossover, crossover they should buy exactly i mean and the same price price band this i got 15 to uh, 20 15, 15 lakh budget tell me a crossover that's exactly <laughs> my point i mean this this has been after ages when someone called me and asked here i'm looking to buy a sedan should i go for the skoda rap or should i just uh, take the safer option and buy the honda city Right. By the way, I stopped giving consumer advice. No, I, after we had a conversation. Right. A so I, I simply tell people the advantages and disadvantages. I don't give a verdict. Okay. I say go read my articles. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I have stopped giving a verdict. Although I don't write about consumer cars. Like right. Like, but simply because people want no, validation. No. People don't want advice. People That's want true. validation. So uh, I ask simply, me that. <laughs> yeah. I simply give people the the uh, sort of. advantages and disadvantages like this car will give you this and this car will give you that now make your choice go figure out drive jo sahi lage buy that but anyway but it was a it was a fresh change as someone asked me for advice on on sedans right. because that hasn't happened in like 3 4 years now let's talk about something else before we you know end this episode i guess uh, there are a lot of uh, companies who are dealing in evs they are coming up with uh, interesting ideas to mitigate the whole uh, charging experience right. have you read about it in the, in the last couple of months or years whatever tesla filed for you know paid for driving restaurants built into their supercharging stations okay i guess and i, I i'm already laughing you are laughing <laughs> It's funny. So sorry, sorry. I'll 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 cut you off here. Yeah, because you so were already we we were discussing this topic. You brought this topic. I was riding a motorcycle and I I am getting constant calls from this guy and he says like, "Do you have some time?" It's like, "Why? Why?" Like I I want I want I want I want to I want to talk about some very interesting thing, a business so, idea. So, so go on. Uh, uh, a couple of months ago, and in fact, I mentioned this couple of podcast episodes back. that i'm i'm actually uh, thinking of some idea around the electric vehicle charging network uh, we'll see we'll will uh, sort of work out the feasibility and the the costs involved and see how that goes so couple of months back my my boss my colleague uh, at my at my company he pinged me up something related to electric car and i was like how does that matter anyway because all the highway restaurants will charge it turn into electric charging stations because people need a place to waste their time right. and then they'll have a sort of gaming center and all that shit and something like that and then i i, and I went on a rant actually <laughs> i went on a long rant over message with him and he called me up immediately he said this actually makes a good business case right like <laughs> uh, let, let, let's partner with some chain of restaurants let's develop that space that would give highway restaurants a better understanding of the volume of orders they'll receive in that day 
and we can sort of work it out by booking on app by booking on uh, booking charging slots on app in advance and something like that and we did the whole math i mean it was not particularly feasible for india right right you got me all excited then i came back home and i called you up and you said like no dude we are too poor and right. but then we did the math we realized it was very very cash intensive right and you're like let's take care we were building something impressive anyway right so let's not get carried away i think in india it's not going to work so soon in us i guess there is us and you know in india it will work in future not in future today. i said not now yeah. not now but in the future right but in the us and europe i guess there is a business case there so as i said tesla has already filed for patents for restaurants built into uh, your supercharger stations and today audi i guess a couple of months back they 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 announced it and today they revealed some illustrations of uh, the concept, concept charging hub or something like that yeah the so basically you know something like a airport launch for first class flyers it's very typical audi right they what they're saying is to mitigate the whole problem uh, a lot of people might think that is associated with charging times uh, they they are introducing something uh, like a luxury experience they they can get snacks foods you know right but that again i i think on on like four or five episodes back we spoke about the fact that it is still time wasted and in india it may be a different story but globally people drive themselves but that and another and another thing not is, not the like the cost of e- time for each one of us is not the same right not just that i am just talking about companies as well right to run let's say this is a pilot project right. which uh, audi plans to run in germany hmm. uh, in the summer uh let let's say if they they think that this is a good idea and uh, they might you know expand it right is it cost effective for brands like audi so if maybe it can be because see again oh. like when when we when we discussed this idea uh there are a lot of factors because they won't own the the part of running the lounge and everything they would only part of it if see if the customer is asked to pay for that experience right that's one thing right but right now what audi says is it is by audi complimentary right i mean that, everything that starts way, off as complimentary but i'm pretty sure again, then, they'll then, ask to then pay. if if you are or it asked, will be bundled to some credit card benefit or whatever it is subscription so benefit it is, so if if the company if the automaker gives it as a you know uh, as a optional extra whatever you say so it, i i don't think it makes financial sense tesla's idea is better but the only good thing the the thing that caught my eye from audi's press release which i received today it was that uh, they are not going to draw on uh, the infrastructure in a way like they will just they will have that 400 volt you know power line right. to the system they will have batteries right oh yes right yeah so they will have batteries which will get charged from the grid and then when when the electricity is cheaper like some right. time during day or night or That whenever it is they will optimize the whole thing right and then they will you know charge the cars yeah so that's actually really smart i mean of, of course they i mean even if they're not char- uh, charging money for charging the cars i mean charge 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 is getting too confusing <laughs> but even if they are not charging money for charging the cars today they'll they'll do that some day it's a smart and, work around because we yeah. know that you know uh, and if grid energy is cheaper at i would say far, uh, like middle of the night 
they'll they'll charge then right fast charging stations they they need they draw a lot of energy from their grid right so and you don't want that peak and it and it's not possible everywhere as well right right so what they they're saying is basically they can build the infrastructure anywhere they can innovate trickle you know the extract you know very little power right charge the batteries and charge the cars right right and so they also they have solar, solar panels things like that they distribute the power consumption throughout the day plus they maximize the power consumption right. on non peak hours the only thing is that there will be an upfront cost of you know that those batteries massive batteries but yeah, they say that they, they will be recycled batteries which are basically taken from cars things like that right so it's interesting i guess it's it's good right 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 yeah i mean makes sense obviously uh, I, i don't know how it will work out business wise because obviously charging network is very but we are at a point of time network. where everybody is trying new things to see what what clicks right right true right even we are talking about business ideas <laughs> <laughs> i mean I, I, honestly uh, on the uh, on my phone i have a whole list of ideas that uh, i i at some point thought would make a good business case not the first this is not the first this is at least like this is after at least half a dozen of ideas which i wrote down but never had enough courage to actually try them out is this going to be our longest podcast we have done so far uh could very well be i i don't know how much it will turn out after the edit but it could very well be what is the recipe of longer episodes tired tired us c2h5oh <laughs> Let's not spell it out. <laughs> I, I did. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so I think that's about it for this episode. Because I mean, I I still have couple of pointers listed, but let's not get carried away right. because this is already uh, information overload for you know listeners. Like right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Be- because the curses land in my inbox only. <laughs> so as they should. Why? <laughs> Why? I I I called you yesterday asking if you you should be managing the Twitter account. No. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, anyway. Lies so lies on you. Let's let's put a close on it. Again, uh, I would like to close with uh, a shout out to Hubhopper. If you want to start your own podcast, you can go to hubhopperstudio.com and host your own podcast. Actually, host two podcasts for free, and they'll take care of distribution. They'll provide you very sorted analytics. So yeah, you can start at hubhopperstudio.com. They'll dis- distribute at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and like whatever exists that we don't even know. I mean, right now we don't even know where all our podcast is distributed. So that's quite impressive. Right. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know Stitcher and all uh, until I I found out that we are there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll I'll include a link in the in the description to the episode. Also, we have started our newsletter because we thought spamming you with our voice was not enough. So we'll spam your uh, no, we won't spam. We'll we'll attack your inbox as well. So I I mean, if if you prefer to read all the stuff, all the changes that are happening happening in the mobility space, right? Delivered to your inbox rather than having to hear two guys who. seem to be clueless about it uh just sign up to our newsletter uh the link again you will find in the description of this episode right and the, the obviously no spam no advertising the the mail will land in your inbox fortnightly only no more frequently than that because again uh, i don't find enough stuff as and we are lazy yeah we have to an extent but anyway 
it's a, it's a, it's a good start that we are getting more you know frequent in right. our episodes right and right. i hope and that we we stay punctual we we plan to keep it that way plan to keep it that way for sure and we'll we'll keep the the newsletters uh more punctual certainly i mean i i am supposed to write the newsletter so i don't have to rely on the the lazy idiot sitting on my right which i rely on for podcast so uh, at least the newsletters will land in your inbox every fortnight so that would be all for this episode thank you very much for listening if you liked actually i mean find your friends who also care about automobiles and mobility and share it with them leave a review wherever you're listening apple podcast obviously helps a lot and that's it thank you bye that's all you have to say <laughs> <laughs> anyway thank you for okay, listening bye. goodbye